Hey, hey, Aaron Kelly here. So last episode, uh, we talked about the things that you can change on your sales page to really optimize um, your sales and also just your checking in with your sales messaging, um, which can apply to obviously your your emails and your social media posts as well. But in this episode, I want to talk about optimizing your sales in how you are showing up for selling this product. Um, so one of the things that I have seen after working with a bunch of entrepreneurs is that, and this really applies to early stage, mid stage entrepreneurs. Like after you've been in business for a while, I feel like this, this is definitely something that most, uh, you know, established entrepreneurs have really had to work through early on. Um, but it's, it's really common for a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, and I think everyone has to go through it. And it's that whole, you know, being scared to come across as spammy, um, to be pushy, uh, to like, I am almost embarrassed when I send a sales message or a sales email. Um, it's this like really icky knee jerk reaction. And so what happens is it because you're scared to be pushy, you end up not talking about your paid product enough. Uh, and that is actually a huge disservice for your people because you're creating these paid products, hopefully to serve them. I mean, you're, you're coming from a place of support. I mean, obviously you want to make money too. Uh, you would like to put money into your bank account. Um, but you're not just trying to fleece your people. If you are a member vault user and that is, that's what you're going for is like how many dollar bills you can get into your bank account. You're in the wrong place. Um, but most people that are attracted to member vault, they want to do business differently. Like they want to do it from a way, from a place that feels good for everyone that's involved. Um, and so we call that, you know, our, our word choice for this is, is staying customer centric. Um, so you're really thinking about your people when you're selling. Um, and so part of that, if you really dig into it and you think about it from when you buy things, it's nice when people reach out to you. Like it's nice when they follow up. It's nice when they send you reminders so that you don't miss out on an opportunity. Right? So obviously people, can do this incorrectly, or they can do this in a way that does not feel good. Um, but from the people that are really, truly trying to be supportive when they are sending new sales messages, um, as a buyer, you most likely appreciate it. Like I have gotten so many love notes to last call reminders to follow ups that I've done. And that is what tells me that I am not the only one that appreciates being reminded when I want to buy something. Um, and so really flipping the script from by sending more than one, sorry, <laughs> by sending more than one, um, sales email or post on social media, I am being pushy. I'm people are tired of hearing about it. Well, here's the thing that the other, the other thing that you kind of misconception here is that we can all be, we can tend to be a little bit egocentric, um, and think that, oh, well, if I did one post or one email, everyone saw it and like everyone knows that I've sent it. And so if I send more, um, then they are going to be annoyed. But the reality is, is that everyone is super busy and everyone and we get overwhelmed. We miss out on messages. We might not see it on social media, especially with algorithms always changing. Um, and with more and more people getting off of social media, I know I, I spend very little time on social media these days. I don't actually even have Facebook, the Facebook app or the Instagram app on my phone anymore. Um, and so I am not seeing any social media sales posts. The only thing that I see is um, in my inbox. So if you have sent one sales message, a sales email, 
to your list and then maybe you've been talking up a lot on social media and so you're like ah like I've I've exhausted my audience. I shouldn't send another email. That is untrue. You have a lot of audience members that probably are not either not on social media or they're not really active on social media. And so it is important to make sure that you have good coverage on all the places that you are choosing to show up in your business. So if you're being active on social media, if you have an email list, which I hope that you do, um, because it is easily the best way to convert (laughs) and to serve your people, um, But wherever you are choosing to show up, make sure that you are doing at least multiple, at least three posts about this paid product. Um, And if it's evergreen, which means it's always available, make sure that you have a plan of how am I going to consistently keep talking about this um, so that people have another opportunity to buy. Um, In the the last episode, I was talking about how um, right before I started recording the episode, I actually got a sales email. And it's for a product that is very, or a service, I should say. It's for a service that's very enticing. I am totally the ideal client for it. It's something I'm interested in. But the price point, while I don't think the price point is too high, um, I think it's actually right on point, um, it is a high investment. And so I'm not going to buy it right away. But I hope she keeps talking about it. And I know she will because she's a copywriter and she's really smart. Um, But I hope that she keeps talking about it so that it reminds me to keep thinking about it. And so that is... I really want you to be thinking about, and even if you're like far along, just a reminder to be thinking about how to stay customer centric in how you are emailing. So I know that there are, and, and posting on social media too, like how are you being supportive? How are you helping people make buying decisions? Um, because I know that there's also, in my opinion, a lot of bad habits flying around in the online business world. Um, I like to consider the online business world kind of the wild, wild west. Um, We haven't been around for that long. Um, And so sometimes online business operates from a different principle than I think brick and mortar businesses do. Um, And they think that people think that they can get away with things that they would never do in person. Um, Or they would never, if if they put themselves in the reality of like, if I was saying this in person... Um, if I was, if I was selling to someone in person at a store, would I say it like this? Um, and I just think that I was talking to Mike about this, um, our, our CTO and my husband. Um, and I was, I was having myself a little rant. Um, but I was talking about how that in the online business world, I think as audience members, we can start to feel like we're just dollar signs, you know, that we're just numbers, um, and that's one of the things that I love about Member Vault is I think that, and I've heard this from a lot of our users as well, is that it starts to bring the humanity back into your list. Um, you know, it brings bring these people to life. You stop seeing them so much as just a subscriber, like it's actually a person because you're seeing their quiz answers, like you're seeing what they're consuming, like it just, it makes them more well-rounded. But I think that... Um, in general, online business marketing, um, especially if you, and I already said this in, in another episode on this podcast, but um, the really off-putting like funnel pictures where it's like like icons of people falling into a funnel and like at the bottom is dollar signs. Um, there's a lot of online businesses that are still operating like that. And I think that it's very much changing and the online business audiences and clients and users and all that good stuff regardless of what your, what your particular audience is like, they are becoming more savvy, more and more people are buying online. Um, and so they are expecting better from their sellers. 
And part of that is you being very supportive instead of being pushy. Um, and so no matter where you at, are at in business, how long you've been around, how long you've been selling, like, and I do this too for my own sales messaging, like, am I falling on bad habits? Am I using too much FOMO? Am I putting too much leverage on the person that is going to be reading this? Or am I making this about them um, instead of the sale? And so I always try and, and, th- and this again, this is just how I do business, but um, it has it has garnered a lot of goodwill from Member Vault. I mean, people really appreciate it. Uh, we get so many love notes, all, all of our team members do, just because people really appreciate that we te- treat them like people um, and that we truly have their best interest at heart because we are coming at this from the long game. Um, you know, we have a free plan that that people can use and a lot of people do. They, they are using it in their business completely for free. They're making money um, and they're not ready to convert yet. And that's fine. Um, we're not going to push them. You know, we've, we, we recently had a price change and that was obviously some FOMO and that was real FOMO because we wanted to raise our prices a little bit because um, we hadn't raised them in a while. But we're not going to be like, buy this now or you're never going to get access to it again. Or you're never going to have an opportunity um, to get it again if that's not true. Um, and I don't think anyone listening to this would do that. Um, but there are a lot of people that use some of those tactics. Um, you know, the the recorded webinars that are like, this is your last chance. And then the person saves the sales page and like actually a week later, they can still get it. Um, that is, people know, they notice, like we have more and more savvy people that are buying. And so they notice those things. So don't be scared to talk about your product, but also pay attention to how you are talking about your product. Are you talking about it from a place of support? Are you helping them make a good investment in themselves or in their business? Because that is going to makes such a huge difference in terms of the long-term relationship with this person. It's also, for most of us, going to feel way better from the selling perspective. Like Rather than like, how am I going to force this person to buy this right now? Um, thinking about it like, how can I serve this person? Like, How can I make sure that if it is the right thing for them, that they are able to buy it and they understand that it's the right thing for them right now? Um, and so I frequently, you know, I... I recommend at least in 50% of your sales messages, if not more, making sure that you're saying, who is this for? Who is this not for? Um, you know, don't worry. If this, if this is stressful to you, especially um, this is, I use this a lot when I have people reaching out with questions um, and they're really stressed out and they're like, I don't know if I should buy this. It's very stressful to me um, right now because of X, Y, and Z. What should I do? And instead of like trying to get as many dollar signs out of them as possible or, you know, trying to make sure that my revenue numbers for that particular launch are as high as possible, I'm like, okay, yeah, like actually if this is really stressful to you, don't buy it right now. Like stay on our free plan. Like you can still do X, Y, and Z. Like it's going to be fine. Like we will still be here for you. And not only does that feel better to me, but it like it creates fans for life. So this is just a reminder, like, don't be scared to talk about your product. Make sure you're sending emails. Make sure that you're showing up in all of the areas that your that your business shows up. So make sure that you are showing up. If you, if you post on social media frequently, make sure you are posting frequently, or at least 
a few times, multiple times about your paid product, make sure you're emailing your people. Make sure that your messaging in those sales conversations is coming from a place of customer centricness, from supportiveness, helping them decide whether it's the right time or right product for them. Um, And then just staying front of mind over time. So even if it's a launch and you're going to be closing doors, do an email that's like, hey, you know, I know you didn't jump on on X product, you know, before it closed, but know that it's coming back whenever, if it is. Um, And then let them know, like, this, this would be another great item for you. Um, so think about support and, and you know, if you have a wait list, you know, think about what is going to help them get the result that they want. Like what's going to be the best place of service, um, in your business. And instead of it feeling like you're being really pressurized, you're like, well, I just sent all these sales messages about this, uh, paid product that just closed, um, the launch. Like, I don't want to send another sales message. It's not sales. It's you're supporting them. You're telling them, like, hey, you didn't buy this thing for whatever reason. Totally cool. Not a big deal. It's going to come back at X date or whenever. Um, I also have this freebie if you want. Or you could say like, you know, this is also if you wanted more support or if you wanted like a lower price point or whatever, like here are some other great options. Um, so you're just making it really easy for people to serve themselves in a way that feels good for them and for you and for your bank account too, right? So um don't, don't send one message. Don't send one or post one thing on social media and think that's enough. Um, make sure that you check in with how you're selling. Is it coming from a place of support or is it really pressurized sales? Like you have to buy it right now or like, or else, which does not feel good, um, on the buying end. Um, and then just overall, like, remember that you are here to support them. Um, think about if you were at a, at a brick and mortar store, how would you want to be treated? How would you want to be served? What would you, what options would you want to be given? Um, and try and bring that to your online business because it is going to pay off for you both in the short and long term. So that is, that's my soapbox on um, being customer centric in your business. Hopefully that was helpful for you. So the next episode, we're going to start digging into um, boosting your completion rates which is fabulous for being customer centric, obviously, because if people complete the product that they just bought, they're going to feel so much better and they're more likely to buy other things from you and they're going to talk it up to their friends um, and to their communities. So that's what the next episode is about. And if you have, if you're enjoying this whole topic, um, know that we have an Action Lab resource that's also talking about optimization for sales and completion rate and engagement. And you can learn more about that by going to membervault.co forward slash action lab. Mm-hmm.